back on episode uno with Jesse Harris, Mac Mega. Back for the first time. That's right. Live and in person. Everything is up and seems to be working good. So we're going to give you our full report today on uh, Forza Horizon 4, some League of Legends action, Cloud 9's massive grip on millions of dollars. Esports taking over the world. That's right. First topic we wanted to get to right away Forza Horizon 4. I was excited to play this game for the last couple days. It's Microsoft exclusive. Mm-hmm. Not big on the racing simulators, man. I mean, Forza 2 is okay. I played it. Horizon is a different beast, I think. you. Uh, it's much more of a party game where. You're looking for friends, you're playing races together, and you're just collecting lots of cars. Thousands of cars, it seems like. Reminds me of Gran Turismo, and I didn't like that one. I'm not big on the race car games, I don't know, I'm skeptical. The Need for Speed, back in the day on the 3DO, that was my jam. But I haven't had to play one like it since. Can't forget uh, the season system. I'm a fan now. Uh, every week the seasons change. You got winter. It just changed over to springtime, so it changes the races. It brings you got in four wheel drive. Yeah, there was lots of four wheel yeah. drive action in the winter cars. No, oh, maybe you can change my mind. Well, I I hope so. The drive guitar system seems to be better, where you're racing your friends' drive guitars, and it doesn't seem so clunky. Doesn't feel like the AIs junk it feels more challenging i like that the ai is learning yeah it's learning it's going to take over i mean we're already into it we're part of it too far gone Uh, and i want to mention that it's made by a microsoft company playground games which you might have a comment on this there have just been signed to make fable 4 fable 4 have you heard about this no I know, Fable 4, <clears throat> I, that's all I've heard so far, Fable 4, and I'm just... I've been so excited for every Fable and was let down by every one of them. I was excited for... And I'll be excited <clears throat> about this one. Fable 2, just because after I remember, I specifically remember after playing the game for a little bit, my main goal in the game became to get married and have children <laughs> in every town in the Dude, game. My first midnight release was Fable 1. That was my very first mid-release release at GameStop. Where was that? In, in Springfield. At GameStop. In, in Springfield, yeah, Missouri? In Springfield, Missouri. Wow. Yeah, it went with uh, you know, a couple of our buddies. Yeah, midnight releases. That, uh, and, dude, the parking lot was full. Everybody was going nuts. It was awesome. Not quite as popular, I don't think. I mean, I don't know. Maybe some people, you know, leave a comment if you are a fan of midnight releases. Uh, we are. We've been to several, yeah. I know. Uh, but I, I just on don't Christmas feel like, and Thanksgiving, you know. Well, yeah, I feel like it's not quite as popular as it used to be, but it it definitely should be. It's a yeah. community building experience. Well, now you can just download everything. Yeah, yeah people want to download and, and, and be able to play thing of the past. at 9 p.m. in their house instead of at 12:30 a.m. after waiting in line and getting pulled over for speeding in the Walmart <laughs> parking lot. <laughs> And having to explain to the officer that, you know, Halo 2 just came out, so your friends can't be online before you, and that's why you were speeding. Depending on the cop in this town, he might have let you go. You know, 
Maybe it was the one and only time I ever got a warning. I'm just going to say it was. He was a Halo fan. It was great. So, Forza Horizon 4, I think it deserves to be up there as Game of the Year. And the scores online across sites like Metacritic and OpenCritic have given it a 92. Mm. It's second only to God of War. Okay. Which I didn't play God of War, but I've heard great things so, only about God of War. But the thing is, we got Fallout 76 coming and Red Dead 2. Is that this year? Is, that what, is coming we, this week. Well, we know Red Dead 2 is this week. No, weird. no. Uh, fuck, uh, Fallout 76 is this week, too. It's also this week? Yeah. See, I haven't been following it yeah. close. I, that's yeah, my bad. Who knows? I think that might be a sleeper. I mean, people are a little skeptical about it. You know, everybody has always wanted an online Fallout, and here it is. And people are like, I don't know. Uh, they're too scared oh yeah that everybody's right just that's what it is it's like we've always wanted it but now it's too it's just, it's just too hardcore we'll find out how it goes but I think Red Dead 2 will be the game Red Dead 2 I am super excited for to see the uh, <clears throat> all the great things I've heard about the details of the game especially with the horses mm -hmm. have you heard about this tell me about it well number one <clears throat> everyone should be excited about the weather changing system oh, yeah. that's included in Red Dead Redemption 2 and the fact that your horse's piles of poop will steam in the cold weather. <laughs> that's amazing. I think the that just shows you right there the level of detail that they've committed to making this it's game. Like, and, and maybe that will help. What Something that we've I have personally kind of gotten used to when Rockstar releases a huge... Well, they don't release many games, but when they release a well, game... every game they release is huge. And it's delayed. Oh, Major, of this was a full year of delay. I mean, ever since GTA 1, they delayed it. I had that on pre-order at Game Exchange. GTA 1. The GTA 1. For console? For, yeah. For PC? For, uh, no, for, uh, for PlayStation 1. Because I had the demo on my computer. And it was like 300 seconds of just running around old school 8-bit bird's eye view. So I had it on pre-order game machines when I was like 12 or 13 years old. Yeah, it proves how great there Rockstar was, uh, games are. I think I was 12 or 13 and I bought this game myself. There was no rating system back then. They didn't care. They, they're, they're like, here's this game where you can just kill people relentlessly. It's wide open. It's for you. It was awesome. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're coming up on a mark here. So uh, we're going to run some sponsors and take a break, grab a drink, and we'll be right back. You can follow the After Action Report on Podbean, iTunes, and Google Play. Thanks for checking in today, and thank you to everyone that helped get this episode done. Shout out to a few Mixer streamers I really enjoy. Likings Pro. It's really funny, original content over there. Also, Cyanide Live is a great stream. That's Cyanide 3 Live. Candice Marie, also super nice, and uh, Murders at Gears of War. So be sure to check those out and check back in next week for episode dose.
right. Next on the topics, we need to talk about League of Legends. Big time world championship in South Korea. Quarterfinal action coming up with Cloud9, the only North American team left. Five out of the six years been to the championship. These guys know what they're doing. They will be coming up against a very tough South Korean team, AFS, a Frieza Freesis. I hope I said that right. South Korea versus this Cloud9 team. For yep. millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. For millions of dollars. Yeah. A video game. League of yep. Legends. League of, have you even seen this? A little bit. I know. I've heard a little bit about this. A friend of mine, he plays. And he likes to get all excited and talk to me about it, and I just tone it out sometimes. I don't know. Well, Cloud9's not just League of Legends. They're a multi-game franchise they so, own multiple teams also they own a european team spitfire who's also so do they all just play league of legends or do they play no. like counter strike counter strike go baby okay. they are the first american team to win the major championship in 2018 counter strike go at the e-league championship in boston I'm glad you touched on that because I had that. I was just yeah. dying to, you no, know, I was no. dying that's, to bring that's that That's the up. original E game, bro. That's the original E sport no, game, dude, was, it was Counter-Strike. I remember Counter like watching Go. G4 TV back in the day, and Counter-Strike Go was that's it. the game. Guys were playing this to make some money. And I now they're it. making millions of dollars on this game. Yeah, so it, it bleeds over. Cloud9 uh, in 2013 was bought. They were formerly a different uh, team, Quadic Gaming. Through League of Legends, though, that's where they really made their name. And uh, so they're building a facility in Los Angeles. For this team? Yes. It's a big-time deal. They're going to have personal chefs. They're going to have trainers in there. This is... They're going to have guys in there massaging their thumbs? They... Most likely, there will be massaging thumb experts, I imagine. So... They received $50 million for Series B funding. So that means they got an evaluation by somebody in the billions, I imagine. This is this is crazy money we're talking here for eSports. You know, it's this the is... the next big thing. I feel like it already is. I feel like it's it there. is the big thing, you know? And uh, it's taken over where it's it brings people together, everybody... Can get on on esports. Everybody so can participate. Kids are getting scholarships for this. Kids are getting scholarships for this. It's they, several schools, several schools right now, all across North America. You can get paid. You can get your schooling paid for to go play League of Legends right just, now. Just like your high school quarterback. Just like Tommy Five Star, the QB superstar, right? You've got players going to schools, 17 different schools right now, from what I hear, offer scholarships for varsity esports programs. These are varsity. Varsity is the <laughs> word that they're using to describe this. Does that sound that like... That is insane. Does that sound like the... It sounds uh, like the NCAA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Those guys yeah, love yeah, money, yeah, don't yeah, they? Yeah, they love money too. I guess they decided to hang out. And as I look through the list of schools that offer, I notice Missouri, Illinois, Kentucky, Missouri, Kentucky, uh, 
that's going to be so. Irvine, Colorado, that's California. or California, excuse me, Ohio. We've got, you know, Bolivar, Missouri, right, you know, right down the street Indiana. here. Indiana, yeah. The list goes on. So, we're paying kids scholarships for them to play video games, sports on computers, <laughs> but we can't pay them to risk their lives physically to go throw footballs and tackle each well, other no, and these break kids their legs aren't and the football players. These kids aren't the star basketball player, you know. They're not getting scholarships, you know. They're getting scholarships for being nerdy gamers. But they're, but they're, they're winning millions of dollars while doing it. So they're making money themselves cool. while great. they're in school and in the school system. So where's the rest of the money? So if they're paying, that's what I want to know. What's going on behind the scenes, guys? That's what we're here to find oh, out. We're, oh, we're digging deep. We're I'm, digging deep, folks. I did well, not expect this. Maybe about a foot deep. It depends on how tough right. the soil is, you know. Yeah, touch on a little bit. I mean, because, you know. So are they paying these kids under the table? Well, it seems like they don't have to. It seems like they're paying them outright through the leagues. They're, you know, they're sending them to South Korea to play all these other yeah. teams but from so all are around they the world. Are they giving these kids money to put in their pocket? I don't think That's any of the them question. are eating bologna sandwiches. Okay, but like, do they? Are they paying them out? Like, here's a check for some money for doing this. It doesn't. It's not coming directly from the schools. It's coming through these tournament systems. But we'll get to that. So okay. So they go to these tournaments to make money, but these schools are sponsoring them. Absolutely, okay. absolutely. These schools have these. Kids. They found a loophole. For now. For now. Until we yeah. expose it. Yeah. They found a loophole because I mean, you can't directly pay. Some kid to come from, you know, no name Colorado to go to school here because he's a great running back. You know, you can't be like, oh, here's, you know, $10 million to come play for us and free school. You can't do that. So they found the loophole around it to pay these kids. Cloud Nine will be in action tonight. October 20th. Oh, they're, they're, they're on tonight? 11 p.m. 11 p.m. They'll be on against AFS, a Frieza Freakness, South Korean team, in quarterfinals action for League of Legends Championship. i got to be honest, I've never actually even seen League of Legends played. I've heard a lot about it. It is, it's very interesting. I mean, there's right now over 100 playable characters. There's inner team, when the, in the game lobby... You're voting against players that the other team can choose, and then they're seeing your players that you're choosing. It's it's got several layers of strategy to it, and then uh, the objective. It's a, really an objective base: kill the other team, destroy their base. And uh, you know, just watching it over the last couple weeks, it's very tactical but also action oriented it's really fun to watch especially these high level teams of course is all that i've been paying attention to well they've made it a job yeah devoted their entire life to it uh, so we can call out cloud nine's team we've got players like licorice seven screen jensen sneaky zinzal and blabber they play positions like top 
jungle, mid, ADC, support, and then there's substitutes. There's bench players. You know, you got to have the guy. You can mix it up at the last minute. It's like managing a real team here. Okay, so. AFS has got top players like Ken, Spirit, Kiro, Kramer, Tucson, and Mogwai. That's the South Korean team? That is a Frieza Freakus that they'll be okay, playing tonight so. at 11 p.m. in the quarterfinal action. So, okay, so I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going to have to go with the South Koreans here. You would. That will be my pick. I mean, I'm just going from experience. I mean, playing these guys, you know, 15, 20 years ago on StarCraft, like and, 2, 3 in the morning. You know, and uh, I've learned that these leagues base their play off of server play. So, in the the Korean servers are apparently where all the top players play all the time. You know, they practice, mm-hmm. of course, on different servers from wherever their home bases so are. So, they're playing these guys all already. The time. Okay. Already, it seems to be considered that Korea, you know, I've got to do... And figure out what it is about Korea. Do they have like they've got like the fastest internet in the world right now or something? Is that what's? I mean, they're it's all land when it comes to the tournament, anyways. But there's got to be a reason they're hanging out in Korea. I've got to say, maybe it's easy to transfer billions of dollars behind closed doors there. You think that might be it? I mean, it's probably that might be it. That might be it. All right, we're coming up on a quick break here uh, on this mark. So uh, stay tuned, and we'll be right back in just a few moments. You can follow the After Action Report on Podbean, iTunes, and Google Play. Thanks for checking in today, and thank you to everyone that helped get this episode done. Shout out to a few Mixer streamers I really enjoy. Likings Pro. It's really funny original content over there also cyanide lives a great stream that's cyanide 3 live candace marie also super nice and uh, murders at gears of war so be sure to check those out and check back in next week for episode dose After action report here with Mac Mega. Yeah. Man, you are looking so good right now. I just want to bring this up as a side note. You know, you've been but this guy, I wish we need to have live live video oh, feed live video, for the ladies. Yeah. For the know, ladies. For the huh? ladies, you know, around the world that need to see this beefcake. Mac Mega is a genuine one of a kind. I just gotta say, thank you so much for being on the show today. Episode Uno, couldn't have a better co host. Yeah, what can I say? I would love to be the special guest on the show. And I got to hang out with you this week. We went and saw Venom. Dude, yeah, we did. And I got to say, 
I was happy with it. PG-13? What do you think? Pushed the envelope on the PG-13, I think. Yeah, uh, anybody who is a slight fan of Venom, I think, and was going to already be excited for it, is going to enjoy it. Oh, yes. Yeah, without yeah. a doubt. I think, of course, as we are a mature cast, and we uh, follow mature things on the interwebs and in real life, some people were saying that they thought, you know, Venom could be our... And certainly some Venom storylines are. are. Oh, this, for sure. This followed a certain set of storylines that's connected through some comic stories uh, set in San Francisco, which is great. I love to relate back. Yeah. My hometown. Yeah. Yeah. How great is San Francisco? San Francisco is a great place. It's awesome. I love it. Would and, Venom fit in oh, there? Oh, perfect. I mean, it's great. I mean, and they're really, it's all been on the East Coast for the most part. Right. With, you know, the, with the Marvel, Marvel. Yeah. it's all on the East Coast. I mean, this is one of the first really major ones to West be Coast on the West Connection. Coast. I mean, yeah. Right. Uh, so I want to say Venom was a great movie. Stick around for the bonuses. Oh, yes. For sure. You know. Stay till the lights come on and credits stop. Marvel has done a great job with those, mm -hmm. always. Making people stick around and read the names of all the people who make their movies. Yeah, the 500 people that work on a movie. You guys sit there for like five minutes. You know, but uh, Thomas Philip Moore from the graphics department in Subdivision 3 really appreciates <laughs> that, the recognition. Yeah, that yeah. millions of people stuck um, around to see his name and see the bonus features. Of course, I think by now we can talk about the mid scene, the mid credit scene, which involved one of my favorite. Oh, actors. one of my favorites of all time since Cheers, bro. Cheers, exactly. <laughs> That's where he, everybody would draw Woody Harrelson from from Cheers, mm -hmm. where he was a great uh, sidekick on that show. To just really put the idea of carnage in your head, and I feel like it was a great setup. Mm -hmm. uh, there were a few sprinkles of other characters throughout the movie, Easter eggs. Yeah. But they couldn't touch on, I feel like, a whole lot. But what they did do was good. And it feels like, I hope, in the next year, they set aside and see that the fans are ready for that and what all we need to make a Venom sequel. So, the Woody Harrelson guy. Is that the serial killer? It is. It Cletus is, yes. Cassidy yeah. Carnage. Okay, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, yes, yes. It's... He will. So, the symbiotes. Uh, so apparently, they, they are asexual. No, they're asexual. Yeah. The symbiotes can reproduce asexually. This is something that I'm, you know, just trying to brush up on my venom lore. So Carnage is going to be born, hopefully, from Venom, and uh, Woody Harrelson's character, Cletus Cassidy, will acquire that symbiote somehow. And get out of prison. Yeah, I couldn't imagine it would be too hard once no. you got the symbiote. We've seen the, so, the powers, what's... which were amazing fight sequences, I thought, when we had the sequences where the symbiotes were fighting each other. Of course, there was several times that was good. Spider-Man for this. I don't think you need Spider-Man for Venom. I mean, you do, though. Maybe there's they're a large, tied. definitely they are tied, tied together. Spider-Man is tied into this. 
the web of knowledge everybody wants that connection to be well there's and there is a connection there between eddie brock obviously they they do c sprinkle the mention of new york yes in there and like i say there is a connection to some storylines from the comic books where eddie brock moves he's from san francisco this is where this movie's based it's his hometown for the character and it always has been so spider-man showing up I think it, it could be okay, but I don't want to draw away from Venom himself, who's a badass. Oh, his own right. Not. And the fact yeah. that he he will kill and does kill yeah. on several occasions in this movie. So, kids, be warned. There's not a whole lot of blood and gore, but there is several deaths. And I got to bring up, I want to talk about the actor Carlton, or uh, the character Carlton Drake. He's a dick. He's a total dick in yeah. this movie. He's a great dick, played by the actor Riz Ahmed. <laughs> He shut that little girl down. That was the key, the key that point where I felt like, look at this look asshole. He's he a really smug, arrogant guy. He played a great, uh, subtle villain. Yeah, almost like a Lex Luthor from the original Superman. You know, I can't, Superman I can't movies. think where I've seen him in anything else, the actor. But the character was great. Uh, Carlton Drake is the, the bad guy in Venom we're talking about right now, which stars Tom Hardy. As Eddie Brock, the main character Venom, and I like Tom Hardy. He's great. Yeah, he's he's very good. I thought this was, you know, he, of course he played Bane, right? Is that yeah. correct? Yeah, okay. He played yeah. Bane. So I don't get to see a whole lot of him in that movie because he had the face mask yeah. on, <laughs> speech going. But I enjoyed Venom a whole lot. I definitely enjoyed Carlton Drake's asshole character, how he belittled everyone he mm -hmm. talked to, and so condescending. Uh, you know, almost like maybe like Lex Luthor. Yeah. You know? Definitely. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so I also wanted to mention that uh, today, episode uno, we came to you live from our locations hosts, Mac Mega's basement. Thank you very much for having us today. We appreciate it. Uh, we wanted to mention that the music today. Yeah, the basement is, you know, it's awesome. It's, it's, it's almost like Pirates of the Pancreas. And I'll just <sighs> leave that at that. Pirates of the Pancreas. The music today uh, that you enjoyed through the show is Lee Rosevere. And uh, we'll have another show coming up soon, episode Dose, shortly, where we'll talk about more in-depth Red Dead Redemption 2. Because it'll be out by then. Are you excited for this? Yes. I am so excited. Oh, yes. I, no. I are, You know how excited I am? I already went and paid it off. All right? That's how excited I am. I, I paid in full. My wife, who hates video games, <laughs> is excited about this. Oh, yeah? Because she watched me play the first one. Like, I would come home from work, and she'd be like, hey, you want to play that, that cowboy game? And she it's would watch so, it, like a movie, so and, and she watched the whole game, and she, like, she saw this was coming out, and she's like, oh, oh, look at this for your birthday. I so, cannot wait to talk about Red Dead 2. Uh, so that's going to be about it for this week's episode. We're glad you all joined us here on the After Action Report. I'm Toby Bird. At Bird Solo on Xbox Live. Follow me on Mixer. This is Mac Mega, and that's news to me.
You can follow the After Action Report on Podbean, iTunes, and Google Play. Thanks for checking in today, and thank you to everyone that helped get this episode done. Shout out to a few Mixer streamers I really enjoy. Likings Pro. It's really funny, original content over there. Also, Cyanide Live is a great stream. That's Cyanide 3 Live. Candice Marie, also super nice, and uh, Murders at Gears of War. So be sure to check those out and check back in next week for episode Dose.